So what have you done? This um, week? I wrote it down. Hold on. I got to get out my notes. Um, I've been reading a beta read, which is so far so good. Um, <clears throat> a couple things I would fix for plot, but other than that, so far so good. It's not due, to the, due until the 25th, so I've got time. I'm about halfway through it. And then, but I've got to get it finished because I need to read my book for my first book club, which is next Tuesday. And then the book club that you and I are in is until the end of the month. But my other book club meets next Tuesday and I've got to have that book done. (laughs) I don't have to have it done, but I like to have it done for discussion purposes. Oh, yeah. And obviously, if I'm not done with it. It's probably going to get spoiled for me at book club, so I need to finish it. Um, I've been rewatching Bridgerton. I finally finished the first and second book, so I've been rewatching the show. The first season was not that different from the book, but the second season is very different from the book. Um, but next is Benedict. And on this rewatch, so I know we had discussed a couple podcast episodes ago that my favorite Bridgerton brother is Anthony. Mm-hmm. But I've changed my mind. Really? Benedict has become my favorite. Because he is a precious little angel baby. And he needs to be protected at all costs. I've always loved Benedict. He's so funny. And, like, so attractive. There's so many TikTok edits of him. And I'm just like, I've been missing out, buddy. Like, whew, he's... Like, I just... Season two, he's so funny because Colin brings back this, like, hallucinogenic, like, powder that's supposed to, not really hallucinogenic, like, it it kind of has the same effects as marijuana. Like, it makes you feel, like, stress-free, loose, like, all this stuff, mm-hmm. and he's supposed to have, like, a little, like, sprinkle full in his tea, but Benedict is stressed out, and so he takes the bag from Colin Pours the whole bag into his tea, stirs it, and puts the whole thing down. And so for the rest of the episode, it's like he's just, like, plastered. And it's (laughs) so funny. He knocks over his wine glass at one point, and everybody goes, Benedict. And he goes, like, oops. (laughs) And it's just so cute. And I love him. He is precious. Um, And his book is next, so I'm excited. But, um, yeah, I think Benedict's become my new favorite. I've always loved Benedict. <laughs> He's just precious. Um, and then I did, I told you I started Heartstopper. I'm already on season two. <laughs> my gosh. But season two, like, just came out. So yeah. I'm kind of catching up. But it's so adorable. And I can just tell, like, if anything happens to them my heart will break in two. They're precious. And like, so the show starts out with Charlie is out. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows that Charlie's gay. But Nick is straight in the beginning. And Charlie has a crush on him. But as they become like friends and stuff, Nick starts to develop feelings. Okay. And it's just so sweet. And you're just like, I've seen bits and pieces of it, like, on TikTok, obviously, and the, like, I guess the graphic novel is pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Season two literally just came out, like, what, last week? Recently. I think it was 
couple weeks ago. Maybe like a, maybe almost a month ago. It yeah. was really recent. Yeah. Um, but it's just such an adorable show, and like I want to just enwrap them in bubble wrap and. They're precious. Olivia Coleman is in it, and she plays Nick's mom. And I was just like, I was just not expecting that well known of an actress to be in the show. And so when she popped up, and she's the only actress on the show that I knew prior to the show. So when she popped up, I was just like, oh, Olivia, hello, that's the Queen of England. <laughs> she plays the Queen in season three and four of The Crown. Oh, okay. Um, I love her. But it's just such a cute show, and, like, it's adorable. I love it. Um, and then Taylor Swift has added a second leg of the U.S. Um, I am supposed to find out today if I got selected for the pre-registration. Did you <clears> see, <throat> so, that email. did you see the surprise songs for L.A. Night 4? Elite and Dress. Hmm? You mean exile? I'm sorry, exile and I was like, dress. Yeah, I was like, elite. The, listening to her, I didn't think she would do exile solo, but she did, and she killed it. <laughs> I, 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 really I saw it on TikTok, I was like, dang, why? She needs to release this solo version, that's fantastic. The TikToks that are starting to get on my nerves are the ones of people like tearing down their Taylor Swift stuff, and they're fake burning all their records and they're like i'm gonna be a kanye west fan from now on i'm like they freak me out every time and they're just talking about the fact that they weren't there to hear those surprise songs Mm -hmm. but like they freak me out every time because every single time i'm like what happened oh my gosh what happened and then i figured out i'm like are you kidding me like you really had me panicked for a moment and then I saw one today, which is pretty funny. So this girl posted the picture of the U.S. leg tour dates, and next to him yeah. it all said canceled. And she goes, I can't believe the second U.S. leg has been canceled. Ticketmaster is still sending out your pre-registration codes because the system hasn't updated. But they're not for sale anymore, so nobody gets scammed into buying them. And she's made the video to, like, as a joke of, like, don't go to Ticketmaster so I can get tickets. Yeah. And I think it's funny, considering she has probably also been through the Great War of getting tickets the first time around. Can you imagine the second second time? I'm prepared this time. Of course, I think they've put... I think she's put, like, a four-ticket limit. Like, you cannot have any more than four. I don't think it's four. I think it's, like, six or eight. Well, I saw something that said it was four. I don't think it's four. Because it's usually six. I wouldn't think it would be four. Either way, I think at this point, Ticketmaster needs to be prepared (laughs) and not let that happen again. Yeah, I don't think it was four. Because four seems kind of like a strict number i think it's like six or eight um i mean it doesn't there's only four of us going if we get tickets but but um i'm hopefully gonna get tickets i signed up for the miami pre-sale code liz signed up for the indianapolis pre-sale code so either way i'm gonna get tickets because <laughs> even if i have to be like liz give me a ticket <laughs> um i will fly to indianapolis 
But see, that's why I'm hoping the four ticket isn't the true because if it ends up Liz getting tickets, then I'm just gonna have her get the tickets for us. Yeah, and so I don't know. It's usually six or eight. I don't know. Anyways, I would hope there wouldn't be a four. I saw that and I was like, four. Was the person like- saying it's four doing a joke post? Like the Ticketmaster is canceled? I don't think so. I don't know. Anyways, who knows? Anyway. Um, but yeah, that's about all that's happened to me this week. Me, on the other hand, I, I worked the barn sale over at our bakery, which was a total madhouse. I was literally, my feet were so sore that night. Like we would, I laid in my bed and just like did not move at all. It was, <laughs> was so sore. And then, yeah, I've just, I've helped mom with Jack and... I read a, read a little bit, prepping for school starting next week for me. <laughs> already, My English professor's already sending out like, hey, this is what we're reading in the first week. We're reading the first four books in the Iliad, so good luck. R.I.P. <laughs> you. <laughs> Me calling you like, I don't understand a word of this. <laughs> we're an audiobook. Well, he's given us some, like, he's, yeah, and he's given us, like, some good translations, so hopefully it will be somewhat decent to understand. I don't know. Audiobooks I'm, tend to help me better with books that are hard to understand. I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited for it, because it's, like, the Iliad, the Odyssey, uh, Paradise Lost. It's stuff that I think is interesting, but other than that, I'm, I'm dreading the statistics class <laughs> so hard, it's not even funny. Yeah. Statistics is pretty easy. Just hope I have a nice professor. (laughs) Statistics wasn't too bad. Which I've been lucky. I've been lucky so far. I've had some good professors. Some of them have been okay, not great, but that's college for you. You never know. You you never know what you're gonna get. Um, I did forget that I did like a major book haul this over this past week. Oh yeah, you did. Because I bought, I ordered twelve books that came in this weekend, and then I bought three more at Barnes and Noble when we went to Knoxville. Um, I got a majority of that is the I got the rest of the Bridgerton series, so that's eight books. Um, well seven because I had the first one, and then I got Hunting Adeline. <laughs> R.I.P. to me. Um, I got Fourth Wing, uh, House of Roots and Ruin. What else? Seven. Eight. Bridgerton books. Nine, I'm missing two. Did you get the Bridgerton books? I said that already. Oh. Seven. Eight, <laughs> nine, ten. Let's, let's go to your... I'm let's, missing two. Let me go to your messages. So... Let's see. They're somewhere. Okay, you got the rest of the Bridgerton series, which was seven books. Hunting Adeline, An Endless Escape, House of Roots and Ruin, Fourth Wing, and Our Missing Hearts. Yep, there it is. Our Missing Hearts is the book club book. Yes. Reese Witherspoon's book club. Um, And what was the other one I forgot to mention? Our Missing Hearts, Fourth Wing, House of Roots, and Ruin. 
An Endless Escape. An Endless Escape. My gosh, my brain is fried. That is a sequel to Caven Hearning's book. And then at Barnes & Noble, I got The Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, Girls Stop Apologizing by Rachel Hollis, and uh, Heaven Help. Like, I'm really struggling right now. Well, moving to, moving to me while you're... Hello? Sammy? While you're figuring that out. Oh, an invisible library. Yes. That's the that one. Yes. Okay. I, on our Barnes and Noble trip. Okay, Sammy. <laughs> He's not gonna. I mean, you might as well just continue. Um, when we went our trip to Barnes and Noble, I got I got manga. <laughs> I didn't get any books. Um, I got my gosh, sir. He's gonna continue, so you might as well just keep going. Um. I got Moriarty the Patriot, 11 and 12. I got Snow White with the Red Snow White with the Red Hair, volume 25. And then I think I got... I think I got... Oh, I got Jujutsu Kaisen, volume 14. Golly, bum. And then I went on another trip before that to Barnes & Noble to kill some time. Uh, we had to take the car serviced, and I got, oh gosh, I think it's called A Sky Without Stars. It's a Les Miserables telling, reimagining. It sounds so good, and then I got that book, Zara, 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 I'm gonna say Zara, it's Z-H-A-R-A, so, um, because it was pretty, and mom shoved it in my hands and said, this sounds good, read it i expect a full book report <laughs> i was like okay well with all that said let's get on into today's episode hello everyone and welcome back to family fiction with hallie and carmen so today's episode we're going to be talking about the Discussion of audiobooks, ebooks, or physical books. Um, I feel like this is a highly debated topic. Typically, mm-hmm. with like not on book talk per se, but typically, like with people that I speak to on a daily, just like the outside world, I feel like this is a pretty big debate. Um, but before we get into it, Hallie, what are you currently reading? Um, I'm currently reading <laughs> Heaven Officials Blessing, Volume 4. I just started it today <laughs> and I've only read. One chapter. <laughs> well, that's okay, because my currently reading is The Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman, which is for our book club, mm-hmm. um, and I haven't even started it, so that's okay. <laughs> but that's what I'm on, because I finished the back I've not started it either, so. <clears throat> so, um, our discussion for today, again, is audiobooks, ebooks, or physical books, and just kind of the, I, just discussing those. Um... So, one thing I did kind of want to bring up to begin with is, you know, like, the big discussion, I feel like, with this topic is usually whether or not audiobooks should count towards your reading goal. That tends to be the biggest controversy that I hear about is, like, you know, if I said my reading goal for this year is 70, I'm on book number 33 so far. Some of those are audiobooks. If some people would say, okay, sounds cool, 
And others would be like, well, the audiobook shouldn't count because you didn't actually read it. But to me, I think it should count because, yes, I didn't physically read it, but I could still tell you what happened in the book. Exactly, yeah. I think it's... I don't think it's a matter of whether it counts as a book, as reading it or not, especially the thing with, like, with ebooks and stuff. It's... I lost my train of thought. Crap. Um, I mean, you're still, you're still reading, you're still comprehending it. Mm. Still retaining and the it, information. It's also just, it's also just a matter of preference. What, what gets you into reading? Because I know some people who literally cannot pick up a physical book and can't read it. Because, well, and for me, like, I like I said earlier, um, classic, like. Jane Austen books or books that have language in them that are not commonly used language, like it's, it's I, like it's older stuff. Older English tends to be easier for me to listen to it because if I'm reading it, I'm focused so hard on comprehending what it's saying that I'm not comprehending what I'm reading. Yes. And if I am listening to it for whatever reason, my brain seems to register things much quicker. And I can actually follow along with the story. So, and audiobooks really help me with my reading goal because I do listen to them at work and while I'm driving to work. And so I'm able to multitask in that way. Um, whereas those eight hours in the day that I'm at work plus the hour drive, it, that includes the 30 minutes to and 30 minutes from, that's nine hours of reading that I wouldn't have gotten done. But now I have done. Oh yeah. Audiobook I feel like audiobooks are like they're great for multitasking, but they're just also great for a person who just doesn't have a lot of time to sit down and read. Right. Like for example, my mother, she she wants to read, but she just never has the time. She's always like around the house, like cleaning stuff. And anytime she sits down to read, she's never really interested in it. So I've always, we've always said like, I think audiobooks would be great for you because you could sit, because you could be around the house doing whatever, but listening to an audiobook at the same time. Well, and like, so my book club books, I always listen to them. It's just easier because think about it this way. So I said that, you know, I'm reading the Thursday Murder Club. I am going to listen to it. If... So, I want to read Our Missing Hearts. I want to physically read it. Um, so, it's back there. But, typically, what I would do is, like, next week is book club, and I've got to have this book done. Well, the ideal situation would be, hey, let's listen to it. No problem. We'll have it done in time. I do want to physically read it, so that is a difference. But, like, the Thursday Murder Club there's a good chance I would probably not have it finished and read in time if not for audiobooks because there are things that come along in life that keep me from being able to pick up a physical book. I hit reading slumps when I don't want to pick up a physical book. And so audiobooks kind of keep me from having to worry about that. So, well, and some, it, it depends on the narrator too. Some books have good narrators and some don't. Um, a good example is that 
one of my favorite people to narrate a book was when I listened to the Game of Thrones books. The guy that narrates those is perfect. He's got like a British accent. He sounds like he's an older gentleman, so his voice is very gruff. And it just fits so well for Game of Thrones vibes. Mm-hmm. And then if you go to like one of my favorite series is Dustlands by Moira Young. The person who narrates those books I feel like we should have got somebody else. She does a good job until it comes to, like, dialogue. And at one point, like, the um, characters are saying, like, yeah, to get their horses to go. Mm-hmm. And instead of it being a normal person and just saying, yeah, yeah, she goes, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, why are you doing this? It's the worst. So it really just depends on the narrator. They can make or break a book. Like, I would love to listen to the audiobooks for for Akatar because I hear those all the time on TikTok, and they She's sound good. amazing. If I'm not wrong, I believe she narrates all of Sarah's books because I listened to the Throne of Glass books, and if it's the same woman, she does an amazing job. Um, I've not listened to Akatar books, but I've listened to, like, I've heard what I've heard on, like, TikTok. But, um, I'm pretty positive it's the same woman, because I'm pretty positive that's her voice that says, Rune Denon, Crown Prince of the Valbarn Fae. Or, who's that? Adian smiled. Rowan. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure it's the same woman. Um, so if I'm not wrong, I believe she narrates all of Sarah's books. And she is amazing. Like, she does a very good Like, I job. hear those snippets on, like, TikTok, and I'm like, wow. Like, honestly, she might, like, next to the Game of Thrones guy, she might be my favorite audiobook narrator. Because she does a really good job. I feel like that would be a fun job, but also a very stressful job. Well, another thing that can make or break an audiobook narrator for me is how they do the dialogue of the opposite sex. So, if they're, if it's a man... And he's out here voicing a woman. And she starts talking like this. I'm like, no. Go away. Well, isn't the Akatar ones like different people voicing different If you dialogues? get the graphic audio version, then it's different people vo- voicing different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get the regular, it's the same woman. The graphic also has like... um music and stuff in the background of it it has actual sound effects that's the one that has he went out away <laughs> that's what it sounds like i thought so, it sounded like whoosh, yeah and like, or like he loses it. <laughs> what i just imagine fluttering <laughs> recent fluttering away as it goes <laughs> i'm dead no but like yeah, how they voice the dialogue of the opposite gender will also make or break it for me. And she does a really good job at, like, not sounding like a man, but just, like, lowering <laughs> her voice. She just lowers her tone for a man. And I love it. So. um, Another big difference can be, like, price differences. Yeah, sometimes audiobooks are a little cheaper, sometimes ebooks are cheaper than physical books, and sometimes physical books are cheaper than the both of them. It really just depends on the book. Um, 
<clears throat> I know especially if you get them on Spotify audiobooks, you might as well buy the book. Because the Spotify audiobooks are really expensive. Like, ridiculously so. Yeah, I remember you sending us like, a Snapchat rant about that. It was like $35 for the Harry Potter audiobook. And I was like, nah, that's just for one. No. I thought that'd be like for like all seven. I could buy the physical book for like 20 Mm-hmm. Like, no. So, that can be a big difference. Um, another struggle for me is the struggle of whether to read the physical book or get the ebook. Certain books, I'm like, oh, it's so much cheaper for the Kindle. What if I just read it on my Kindle? And then the struggle of like, but I want a physical book. It, I struggle with that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um... <clears throat> I struggle with that a lot, a lot. Like, sometimes just wondering, like, should I read it on my Kindle? Because it's really cheap on my Kindle. Or should I buy the physical book and read it on my Kindle? Or should I buy the physical book and read the, read the physical book? I tend to struggle with that. Um, do you have anything else generic before we get into specifics on like audiobooks, ebooks, physical books? No. You pretty much covered it. Um, so for audiobooks, like I said, I do my book club books and my classic books. Kind of talked about narrators. Do you have anything else specific on audiobooks, Dad? I don't really know because I don't really use audiobooks as much as I should. But um, but I think especially since I'm going to be starting school, I'm definitely going to be trying to do more audiobooks because normally I get so wound up with different things and reading different things that I get into a reading slump and don't want to read anything except for like manga because it's... It, manga is just easier to read while I'm in school. But um, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to... If it gets to the point where um, I'm taking it topics in European literature it's epic literature so it may get down to the point where I just start listening to audiobooks of the Iliad the Odyssey like my gosh really does help well and even like last night I was trying to finish up the last or the second Bridgerton book and I was literally laying over here I had my phone sitting on my chest and it was playing the audiobook and I was playing Mario Kart on my Nintendo Switch so you can like just chill and you don't have to be focused on anything but you're grasping what it's saying i also listen to it while i'm doing laundry or like i said at work or on the drive to work um oh yeah yeah i think they make things a little easier especially if you're in a reading slump because when i was in my reading slump i was still getting some audiobooks done because they're just it's just easy to it's just easy to do it. I mean, when I was in that really bad reading slump, I wasn't listening to any books. But that was purely because Libby crapped out on me and I couldn't get access to anything. And so now I've got an Audible, which I really like so far. Um, so, um, if I had had that when the slump was going on, I would have at least had some audiobooks under my belt. But my goal, too, is, like, to eventually just get all the Sergey Moss books and re-listen to them. In a reread, I want to listen to them. Like, this year, my Harry Potter reread, I'm going to listen to the audiobooks. Because I just, like I said, I think I grasp information better 
as an audiobook than I do with a physical book sometimes. Yeah. And so I'm really excited to do the Harry Potter reread because I... So I have not read the books as much as I've watched the movies. And a lot of times I get myself confused. Did that happen in the book or did that happen in the movie? Like there's a lot of moments that I'm like, I swore that was in the movie. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was in the book and they had changed it in the movie. So like I'm hoping that the audiobook will help me with that. Oh, yeah. Um, And and that's why I wanted that with Sarah J. Moss because I think that in a reread I would – remember a lot more yeah i think i'm definitely gonna either listen to because i want to reread or throne of glass at some point because i i remember some things but i don't remember all the nitty-gritty stuff like when there's right. like sarah j moss theories that pop on my for you page and they're talking about stuff i'm like huh have you seen the one about the salt and obsidian it popped up on my for you page today no apparently in the first throne of glass book there's like kind of a plot hole that um something to do with salt like it was never expressly said like how much worth salt was since all these uh prisoners were working the salt mines yeah it was never expressed like why is salt so important and then um it was never told how the portal was open and it was just told that Kane was that his name? Kane. That Kane had help, but you didn't know who his help was. Da 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 da. Well, I guess in Crescent City, it's mentioned that Obsidian, or so you didn't know who Kane had help from. You just knew it was somebody that had an Obsidian jewel around his neck. Well, then in Crescent City, it's told that Obsidian can be used to open a portal to hell. Yeah. And so then there's, and then I guess like, so then it means Plot twist, it's Adis. The king, <laughs> the king was using obsidian to open the portal. And so like, there's, and so it was talking about how like, Sarah J. Moss is always world building. There is no plot holes. She's going to cover them up. Don't worry. I'm like, how do you, how do you think I'm of this? I to see st- her journals that she writes this stuff I out know. in. Like, I just, I literally want to go up to her and ask her how well you know that app that everybody or that website that everybody's been using to like map out their world building and stuff and you can see the webs yeah didn't like what Brit, Brit showed about, us yeah i wonder if i that's bet she, sarah has that and i want to see hers it's probably like giant it's probably about as big as that wall i want to see hers because i know victoria aviard uses it too i guarantee you it's about as big as that tv like <laughs> i bet her world her world building map is crazy but i want to see it I want to use that at some point. I think that's be like such a fun tool to have. Yes. I need to do it for mine. Um, okay, moving on. So ebooks. Uh for me, you know, obviously ebooks are usually cheaper. Um, they're great for traveling. Exactly. I do not take physical books when I travel. Especially to like the beach and stuff like yes. that. No. Especially because I have well and Hallie does too now. I we have the um Kindles. What's it called? Libby? No. Amazon? Paper. Paperwhite. Paperwhite. Can't think of it. I kept wanting to say paperback and I'm like, that's not it. Um we have the paperwhite Kindle. Um she has my old Kindle edition and I got the new one for Christmas. It's the waterproof one. So I gave Hallie my old one. Um but that thing is amazing for travel 
you can have it on the plane and Mm -hmm. it's not taking up a big space in your backpack or suitcase whatever you've got with you um you can have i technically took five books to the beach yeah but didn't take a single physical book they're all on the kindle so they're Mm -hmm. not taking up all that room in my suitcase um at the beach there's no screen glare because it's a paperwhite so if you're gonna get a kindle get a paperwhite or get something that has no glare um it's waterproof so i can have it in the pool or in the ocean and if it gets wet it's not ruined like a book would be Mm -hmm. you're not afraid to have it in the pool or in the ocean um i just think they're easy they're so much easier for travel number one space and number two like especially if you get like the new kindle waterproof you're not worried about it um i feel like i read faster on a kindle i definitely do because like I read faster on my phone. Like, I'm constantly at the... I was constantly at the beach, like, just tapping my Kindle. Like, I was reading so much quicker, which I don't know why that's... Well, I think it cuts down on the time you're not turning the page. You're not having to hold the book in a certain way to be comfortable. You're literally just holding it and clicking. The best thing I ever did was put a pop socket on the back of mine. Yes. Because that's amazing. That was a game changer. Um... Well, and you can adjust the font, you can adjust the brightness, you can adjust how the um, how many spaces between the lines on the page, you can adjust the size of the font, the style of font, like whether it's landscape or portrait, like literally. I jump. Um, I read. I finished Crescent City <laughs> at the beach, and it was it. The format was kind of like almost like a modern format. It was, and then I switch when I switched over to Kingsbane by Claire Legrand. I switched it to a different font to where it looked a little bit more fancy, kind of like Times New Roman, but not, but a little bit more fancy. It made it so much easier. It kind of like shifts the atmosphere of the book. It does. My favorite font, this is a very like bookish thing to say, but my favorite Kindle font is the Helvetica. I don't know why, but it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels very like whenever I see it, it makes me think Kindle, like because that's how I used to have it on my Kindle, like, a long time ago. So now when I switched back, I was like, oh, this makes me feel nostalgic. I don't know why. Um, my number one favorite thing ever about an ebook and about a Kindle is the feature of being able to tell you how much time you have left in the chapter. <laughs> I know. It's I so much that. easier. Because everyone on Book Talk even says it. Everyone here that's listening can admit to it. We all can't stop checking to see when is this chapter over how many pages till this chapter is over because you're always just wanting to read one more chapter but there's something about like knowing when the chapter's about to end and so kindles will tell you like you have three minutes left in the chapter oh that's heavenly or how like how long means or like how long the chapter (laughs) would take you to read like for king's bane it would jump to like you this is this one takes 15 minutes. It's Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. It tells you how many minutes you have left in the chapter, which is typically, if you're at an average reading speed, that's how many pages you have left. Because typically, an average reading speed, I think, is like a minute per page. So if I have three minutes left in this chapter, I have about three pages left, give or take. So that part's really cool. It also will tell you how many minutes are left in the book. 
or the person in the percentage too and the percentage that you are at in the book like what percentage you're at so far not how much percentage is left but it'll tell you how much you're at so far um and then you can see the page there's also an option where it tells you the location i haven't quite figured out the pros of that like how do, you're in the middle of the book and says i know what that means it'll say like i'm on page like 65 and it'll say you're at location 352 like what does that mean i don't know what it means maybe i should look that up um but yeah travel is a huge thing and then the how many minutes are left in the chapter is amazing to me yeah ebooks are so much easier especially when you're like you know when you're a broke college student and you can't exactly go out and buy new books all the time if you can just rent them yes. through Libby or through Audible and stuff like that. Well, Audible would Well, be. Audible's audiobooks. But um, still, when you can rent or just buy well, it the cheapest way. Yeah, I was going to say, even if just, like, buying it, Kindle tends to be really cheap. And if you have those, like... I think um, I bought Crescent City for, like, what, 99 cents or a dollar? <laughs> well, because if you... Sometimes Amazon, if you're buying something on Amazon, it'll say you get digital rewards. And usually those goes towards, like, your Kindle or something. So I've been able to get, like, the past, like, four Kindle books for absolutely free because I had rewards. Hmm. So that kind of stuff tends to be really useful. Um, yeah. I think Kindles are just really easy. They just are. Good old ebooks. Game changer for sure. Um, anything else on ebooks? Try them. <laughs> you will not. You will not regret it. Yeah, I would say if you like physical books, try an ebook. I mean, if you don't I, like lugging, nothing else for travel. I know it can be a pain in the butt to l- pull books around all the time when you're traveling because you're fr- because they can get beat up and all that stuff. Just just try an ebook. It's simple and it's just easy. Well. And one of my favorite things is I never go anywhere without a book. Well, if you've got the book on your Kindle, even if you don't want to take your Kindle, if you have the Kindle app on your cell phone and you're like at the dentist waiting in the waiting room, I've done this many a times. There's been a book I've been reading on my Kindle. I'm sitting in the dentist. I don't have my Kindle. Hey, I'm going to open up the app on my phone and read my book. So it tends to be quite useful when it comes to stuff like that too. So think about it, give it a thought. Um, physical books. <laughs> so this is, I'm just gonna say it. This is the superior way of reading. It is. I mean, especially if you're one like me that you love to just sit and stare at your bookshelf for like <laughs> hours on end. <laughs> I love looking at all 430 of my books. <laughs> Um, me with my 200 and something manga a hundred of which i have not read um so i do think it's the superior like some of you might be listening saying that all you do is listen to audiobooks and now you're a little offended but just think about it look how good physical books look on a bookshelf and tell me you don't agree i love seeing them all and that pa- that 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 page smell, or when you buy a new There's book. There's nothing like buying a new book. There's nothing like going into a bookstore and getting a book. I think it's so pleasing. It like boosts your ser. It gives you serotonin. It does me. I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty content. It, it may not give your wallet serotonin, but <laughs> literally, 
give me a stressful day, put me in a bookstore, and watch me chill for the next, like, hour to two hours. Oh, yeah. Um, so, physical books are most of what I read. Same. To be honest. They're most of my yearly goal. They're over half. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I think, for me, as a personal, in my opinion, if a book has a lot of smut in it, no competition. I want to physically read it. I do not want to listen to the audiobook. <laughs> no. And even then, like, I could accept it on an ebook, but I, I love the, like, gotta, oh my gosh. And it's easier to close a book than it is to turn over <laughs> if you're in a public area and a smut scene oh, yeah. hits. Or, like, listening to it, you're like, no, I hate listening to smut. It would it's make me so yeah. uncomfortable. Like, I hate it. Ah. Again, though, it depends on the narrator. Because there is a scene not. in um, in Power Storms. Oh, yeah. That I listened to. And I was like, yeah, she's doing it kind of okay. I'm okay with it. I could not have ever dreamed of listening to Haunting Adeline. I would have died. <laughs> you would have not went to sleep. That would have killed me. The smut scenes in that would have absolutely, like, broke my brain listening to that. <laughs> no. You, you would have wished you went, you would have wished you went deaf. Well, because when it comes to scenes like we've discussed with Haunting Outline, the scene, I skimmed a little bit. And I flipped the page earlier than it was, like, I was not done reading the page when I flipped it. So there is that perk. With audiobooks, you can't really do that. Yes, you can skip ahead 15 seconds, but it's just easier because then you don't know where you're at. Yeah, it's just easier with the physical book. Mm-hmm. I think. Or you could just skip scenes altogether. Smut scenes are, yeah, smut scenes are very uncomfortable for me to listen to. I would much rather read them. That's why I think if I, so I didn't like, I loved A Touch of Darkness by Scarlett St. Clair. I read it. The second the next two books, I listened to it, and I did not like it because a lot of those books are smut. And I think if I would have physically read it, I would have actually liked it. I, I stand by that. Because there's a lot of smut, and I hate listening to it. It would make you, like... It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I really, like, I'm tempted, though, that whenever I reread Akatar, that I want to listen to the graphic audio. <laughs> That's the part that has, like, the sound effects, and oh, it has, no. like, background music and everything. And it has, I mean, I think it would be cool, but <laughs> but it's going to be a little weird. You're running You're running that risk. I'm not prepared for Akamath whenever they say that he, like, screams loud enough to shake the mountains or whatever. Like, I don't <laughs> really know if I want to hear that. <laughs> so, we'll see. Um, that would... Mm. <laughs> And like I said, with physical books, that would I pull have, me out of the book so hard. Yes. And like I said, with physical books, I have 432 books as of right now. Jeez That's what my inventory Jesus. tells me is 432 books. Um, 30% of that is unread. I do have a ratio in my Excel sheet that tells me that. Listen, some people might think I'm type A by what I just said, but I'm not. I promise <laughs> I'm not. But that is like the most... I'm a very organized person. Let me she just say, is. Trust I me. love to organize. I love to plan things. That's my life's dream. That's my life's passion. That's it for me. 
So the fact that I have made an Excel sheet that has all the books that I own in it and how much percentage of that is unread should not shock anyone that knows me. <laughs> it didn't shock me when she showed me it. I was like, I was like, you know what? <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, accurate. But yes. Do you have anything else on physical books? I feel like <laughs> with me personally, if I could just pick up a book and read it, it like relaxes me, mm-hmm. especially if I have a stressful day. I'm just like, I just want to pick up a book and just chill. Sometimes I feel like, though, although if it's a very intense scene, it actually makes me more stressed out than I normally should be. But yeah. eh. Here lately, though, I feel like I reach for a book less and less, though. I'll play it on my phone all day, but I reach for a book less and less. But I still, I love physical books, though. I just, I can't knock them. And it's the little things for me with physical books. The fact that I just ordered, the facts that I just, hello, (laughs) the fact that I just ordered two new book sleeves, one of Thunder Glass and one for Harry Potter. Like, that makes me happy to yeah. have two more sets of two series that I already own. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Um, Actually, I don't think I'm going to get another set of Third Glass. I think I'm just going to replace those covers. I am actually looking. I kind of want to get. Because I replaced Akatar covers. I kind of want to. I want to get all the new covers in hardback. That's what I've got. Mm-hmm. Oh, the new ones. I'm sorry. Yes. I want to get all the new covers in paperback because I'm replacing my hardback sleeves with the new sleeves I got for Nerdy Ink. And so I want to get the new set in paperback. But I replaced my Agatar sleeves. So I think I'm just going to replace the third of last sleeves. But I am getting a third, yes, I said third, set of the Harry Potter books to put my new Nerdy Ink covers on. Where are you going to find those? Are you going to order them? Well, I was going to get them at McKay's, but they didn't have Jack the other day. <laughs> they were out. So I'm just going to wait and go back to another McKay's. Ethan said the one in Chattanooga is really nice, so I might go try it sometime. Yeah. But there's also one in Nashville that we can go to when we go see the Jonas Brothers. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, so, can we go to the Jonas Brothers concert and come back with Harry Potter? <laughs> You know, would we be surprised? Um, but yeah, so little things like that for physical books. The fact that my um, cinematic outlays page overlays came in for a throne of glass. Mm-hmm. Those are gorgeous and I love them. So yeah. like it's the little things for me. Nice. Although I will say ebooks and audiobooks do provide things that the physical books don't provide, which are the things that we've talked about before, our book icks. Like when the cover page is shorter than the rest of the book. (laughs) I can't stand that. A physical, or an audio book doesn't have that problem, so that's, which is nice. (laughs) Carly's not here to do (laughs) Which is nice. Um, okay, anything else on our topic of discussion? No, I think we've pretty much got it. Okay. If you guys have any other thoughts on the topic, just let us know. Um, But we are not done with today's episode yet. We have a very special brand new game to play. Yay. Okay, so this is a new take 
we've played in the past. If you've been with us for a while, then you know we've played Enemy, Lover, Friend. Several times. is the book trope edition of Bonk, Mary Kill. Um, <laughs> so we've been playing Enemy, Lover, Friend. We've played it like two or three times now. We have come up with a new idea. So this is called Live It, Dream It, Wish It. So you have, it's the same scenario, three different options. And you have to pick whether you would like, which one you would like to live in, which universe you'd like to live in, which one you would like to escape to only in your dreams. You can go there in your dreams, kind of like the the manifesting mm-hmm. escapism thing that everybody was on about. Shifting. <laughs> yeah, the shifting thing everybody was on about for like a year and then nobody's ever talked about it again since. So I'm like... It, it was where did your, that side of tiktok go it uh it covid it happened during covid and <laughs> everybody the year else. that no one wants to remember um so that's the dream it and then the wish it is you wish you could go there but you cannot go there you don't live in it you can't visit it in your dreams you'll never be able to go there so we've each come up with three different sets of three and you came up with books right Yes. It's book options. Okay, just making sure. So we're giving like actual books. Um, so we have to pick whether we want to live in it, only go there in our dreams, or only wish it and never actually get to see it. Okay. Would you like to get would you like to answer first or ask first? I think I want to ask first. Okay. So <laughs> I'm stressed out. Why am I nervous? <laughs> okay. Harry Potter. Nah. <laughs> Inheritance Games. Okay. Throne of Glass. <laughs> I want to live Harry Potter. I will never not say Hogwarts is my home. I want to go there. Okay. I want to go to there. Um. Okay. Live it, Harry Potter. Dream it, Throne of Glass. Wish it, the Inheritance Games. Because I feel like the Inheritance Games takes place in modern day enough that it could potentially, like, happen. happen. And I don't have to, like... Well, I guess the point of wish it is you could never go there. <laughs> no, I, I stand by. Because <laughs> I want to ride dragons and fly on a magic broomstick. I mean, hello. <laughs> okay. Which you can do in both Throne of Glass and... <laughs> And Harry Potter, because she flies on a broomstick at the end like a real witch. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Yes. Wow. My first one is so similar. Oh, no. <laughs> Harry Potter, The Inheritance Games, or House of Salt and Sorrows. <laughs> okay. Um... Oh gosh, that's hard. Cause Harry Potter and Throne of Glass. No, no. you didn't put Throne of Glass. House of Salt and Sorrows. Okay. Uh, wish it for House of Salt and Sorrows. I would be too scared. Technically, they also wish it. So <laughs> <laughs> they only go there in their dreams. Um. Okay, you need to live it in a. I would want to live the Inheritance Games because I feel like that would be fun. I get to. I feel like that would be fun you know solve a mystery especially if jameson's there amen <laughs> and uh dream dream of harry potter that's what everyone else was doing so that's fine everybody else was shifting to life with draco so that's cool <laughs> that's literally everyone was 
That was when those like I saw those somebody... TikToks that said like your name, like where you put yourself in the situation. Those were very very popular with Draco at the time. He became like a re obsession. I'm still obsessed with Tom Felton. He with Tom Holland. I said Tom Felton. You I thought you said Tom Holland. I was no, like, I'm still obsessed with Tom Felton. Like homeboy. He thrives off Harry Potter, off being known as Draco Malfoy. He loves it. I saw somebody where they like, they like shifted to like the Marauders era. I was like, see, that would be fun. Ben Barnes, what are you doing? <laughs> um. Okay, so you said live the Inheritance Games, dream Harry Potter, and wish House of Salt and Sorrows. Yes. You know, I don't blame you, because House of Salt and Sorrows is very creepy, and I would not want yeah, to Yeah, I wouldn't have fun with that. Creepalicious. Okay. Next. Okay. Akatar. Hunger Games. Oh, I already know what my live is. <laughs> Percy Jackson. Okay. Um, it's hard for me to like realistically say live Harry or live Hunger Games though because like it's kind of tragic. <laughs> Question: Do I get to live it as Katniss <laughs> and live my life with Peta? Well, I guess you're living the Hunger Games. Yeah. Gosh, if we're going by that case, then I've got to be Harry Potter. I've got to wear the shirt every freaking day of my life. That's still okay. I would do way better than him. Um, okay. 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 <laughs> I'm stressed out by this question. Akatar, Hunger Games, what was the other one? Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson. Okay. Wish Percy Jackson. Okay. I'd be the complete... I would live it. <laughs> Even though I'd probably die, but... Oh, shoot. Which one do I live and which one do I dream? Okay, so I get to be Feyre or get to be Katniss. Hmm. Or you could replace Elaine and be your own personality and go with Asriel. <laughs> no, I still don't want to take him away from Gwen. I love Quinn. Um, let's see here. Okay. I have the perfect answer. Okay, I want to live the Hunger Games because I do want to live my life with Peter Malark. God bless that boy. Um, and I would have those archery skills. Like, come on. Hello. Okay. And I would not have made her decision. Well, I was going to say I would not have made her final decision. I would have shot President Snow. But no, I would have made her final decision because what she did was correct. Thank you. Um, and I want to dream Akatar because to the dreams that, that are, are answered. That is good. Also, I, I, also, like- I, I feel like that would be a great place to like shift to at night. Could you imagine just like popping up in Valoris at night? Here I am. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ready? We are so similar in these questions. This one is going to hurt, and I'm sorry. Oh, no. Throne of Glass. Akatar. Crescent City. I hate you. <laughs> the trifecta. I hate you. Um... 
Okay. <laughs> um, this one's hard. Like, I don't think I can answer this. That's like that's like the that's like the holy trinity of book talk. Mm-hmm. Um, crap. Um, wish Crescent City because it's more like modern day and stuff, and I don't think I could. A lot of trauma. I wouldn't be a lot of PTSD. I don't. I would. I would probably a never pick f- up alcohol. I will probably never pick up alcohol in my life, and I feel like I would need alcohol to get through that world. A lot of toxic friendships that don't actually tell you the truth when you think you know them. Hello, <clears throat> Danica. Danica. Um. Ron Danand. Oh. Dream Throne of Glass. Oh, interesting. I would have thought the opposite. And then live Akatar because technically with what's going on. Oh, good point. Good point. You do get all three in one. You technically get all three in one. So (laughs) the direction it seems to be loophole. The direction it seems to be going. Yes. Okay. I'm surprised though. I would have thought you would have said. I thought about it, but then I was like, would I really stand a chance? (laughs) I feel like. I feel like for me, I kind of want to, I need to, because heaven forbid if me and Aelin ever met and become best friends, God help Rowan. <laughs> See, I would, if I was doing Throne of Glass, though, like, I don't even want to go in and be Aelin. I want to go in and be Manon just for Dorian. I love that man. Okay. Next. Okay. So... <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> okay. I don't like it. Crescent City. Huh? Shadow and Bone. <laughs> or Six of Crows. <laughs> that was so hard. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Wish Crescent City. Okay. I could live without. <laughs> you wouldn't. Wouldn't miss Rune or Hunt. Live Shadow and Bone because I'm going back and I'm marrying Nikolai. Like, screw it. At the end of the day, the Darkling was a horrible person. So I can't. I love Ben Barnes, but he kind of, you know, created a giant sinkhole and put a whole town under. Remember that? That was crazy. I thought he was chopping the top of the trees off. And it was much bigger than I thought it was. That was great. Um, so live Shadow and Bone. I'm going back. I'm marrying Nikolai. Screw mm-hmm. you, Mal. Um, also, might even just go back just for Tolia. <laughs> Love that man. Um, and oh, I guess Dream Six of Crows, which interesting. I would have swapped, I would have swapped Six of Crows and Shadow and Bone. I want to hang around with Jesper all day or in Wyland. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but I'm going there at night, so I'm living in Shadow and Bone and going to Six of Crows at night. And technically, if you go by the show, they're all in one. So. Yeah. I mean, I would want to hang around Jasper and Wylan all day and be like, you guys are so cute. I would hang around them all day, but the rest of them would give me anxiety. Cass would give me nightmares. The rest of them would give me anxiety. I'd be like, and I can't. I'd be like, what is wrong with you, people? But I thrive off some Tolia energy. I would be best friends with Tamar and be with and let Tolia be my lover on the down low. Like, 
Hello. I like that. He's beautiful. Okay. Are you ready for your last one? Oh, no. (laughs) Bridgerton. Oh, no. The Hunger Games. Game of Thrones. Ooh, interesting. This now, does ha- now does House of the Do you want it- romance? Do you want action? Or do you want adventure? <laughs> okay, now, quick question. Mm-hmm. For Game of Thrones. Does House of the Dragon count in all that? No, Game of Thrones. Dang it. <laughs> you can't be with Damon. I'm sorry. Or Aemond or Aegon or whatever. the Aemond, Aegon, Taron, Tagon, Tarragon. I don't. <laughs> Just Saris? I was joking about how they all sound the same. Damon, Aemon, Aegon. Tarragon, I don't. Tarragon is Emma <laughs> or Queen Emma, wife's so name, Sarah's wife. Anyways, um, okay, so Game of Thrones. What were my other Hunger, Hunger Games. Games? Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Okay. I know which one I'm living, <laughs> and I know who I'm living it beside. I'm going to live Hunger Games. Interesting. Why would you think I was going to pick? I'm going to I'm going to dream Bridgerton and wish Game of Thrones because if I went into Game oh. of Thrones, I would not stand a chance. See, this one's really hard for me because honestly, I th- Now if I stuck with Jon Snow, then That was or what da- I was going to Or if I okay. stuck with or if I stuck with Daenerys, there's like I've got like three dragons to- that's why I said I know which one I'm living in and I know who I'm living in beside. I'm living Game of Thrones and I'm ride or die for Jon Snow. And I'm best friends with Arya. And I'm riding dragons by day. I don't know which one I would pick though between the Hunger Games and Bridgerton because I'm in love with some Benedict Bridgerton. Uh, listen, the reason I would dream, on. I want to dream of Bridgerton because I actually want to find a man that, dream of a man that would treat me right. I just want, see, like, that's the thing, like, I understand. But I don't know. These days, Eloise is all about, like, wanting to make her own name. She doesn't want to be defined by a man. La da da. But look how zero responsibilities they had back then. <laughs> but I don't Literally, think I could live, I don't think I could live in bridgerton i don't think i no. could live in that era the corset alone no, i would die no pants like uh the fact that penelope is like her mom gets onto her for reading all the time i'm like nah not, not to me- there's too much smut in bridgerton <laughs> there's a lot of smut man let me <laughs> bunny rabbits it's it's um <laughs> yeah so Live Hunger Games, Dream Bridgerton, Wish Game of Thrones. Question. Who are you with in Hunger Games? Are you with Peta? Are you with Finnick? I feel like you would be a Finnick girly. I'd be with Finnick. <laughs> like you're the Finnick girly. I would be with Finnick. He- Plot twist. We're all with Haymitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love him. Honestly, I would love to I would have loved to have him as a mentor. <laughs> Haymitch? Yeah. It's chaotic at the best of times. But that's my energy. I'm a chaotic mess, so we would mesh. We would get along. Now, President. No. And I would get with PETA, and we would talk crap on Gail. <laughs> oh, yes. I would go back. I would literally live the Hunger Games purely to go and punch Gail in the face. Just trash talk Gail Stop right it. in front of him. 
<laughs> just to punch him in the face for two reasons. One, for be- having pick me syndrome, and two, for taking Henry Cavill's job. <laughs> Are you still going to watch The Witcher? I don't know. I'm interested to see how they fix things because they didn't end it in a way that it's going to explain why Liam takes over. Like, I feel like he's just going to pop up and, oh, there's Geralt. Like, I I wanted them to be like, he got blasted with a spell or something. Why they couldn't have given Henry Cavill back his job or, and make, and make, give Liam another Witcher character, like make him another Witcher. They didn't end it. I wanted them to end it with an explanation as to why he was going to look different. Like he got busted with a spell or something, but they didn't. So I told Emily, my hope is that maybe they did it that way on purpose so they can try and maybe bring Henry back and make, have Liam play a different character. That's what I I was thinking. No. I wonder if they would do that. Or maybe they're, maybe he filmed some scenes for season four that is going to explain why he looks different. I just don't think Liam's gonna. He can't do it. It's not gonna be the same because from what from bits and pieces that I've seen on TikTok and from what people have said, Henry Cavill is great as Geralt and he looks amazing. He like I just don't think Liam's gonna bring that like gruff. I hate the world. Kicked puppy <laughs> vibe. <laughs> kicked um, puppy. He's just not. He's going to be like, and I'm going to be like, I'm team Miley. Get out of here. <laughs> Sir. And I'm just not like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ship him and Yennefer. Like, no, she belongs with the Henry Cavill version. She can move on now. Henry Cavill version, Liam Hemsworth version. What is this? Taylor's version? It's literally as bad. It is as bad as when we watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier and they said, you're new Captain America. And I went, (laughs) we all went, we all went, ew, it's the great value brand Captain America. It is. He's the great value brand Henry Cavill. (laughs) I know, sir. We don't want you. (laughs) You did not treat Miley Cyrus with respect. And so therefore I don't respect. You are the new Jake Gyllenhaal. Ooh, that's an insult. Bruh. The, or the new John Mayer. <sighs> oh. So I was talking with somebody at church the other day about John Mayer, and she said she was getting tickets to go see him. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. I mean, like, he's good. Like, he is a good singer. But I physically cannot do it. I could not bring myself to go because I'm like, I'm torn. I have to show Taylor allegiance. We like t- we love Taylor Lautner in this household. Amen. I love him. I'm just I'm really I'm really wondering if she'll announce something tomorrow. <laughs> I'm waiting on it. I'm still waiting on my email with my pre-registration code because I better have got selected and not waitlisted. Taylor, I'm ready for round two. I want to go. I severely regret not going. Well, we're going. If I get the registration. Mom's like, you don't have that money. You're going to find you a different job. I said, okay, fine. <laughs> well, you got till next October. Um, yeah, I need to figure out which song I'm going to re-manifest. Because I don't think I'm going to get 15 again. I want you're on your own, kid. Or something from 
folklore. I want White Horse. Hmm? White Horse? Or Our Song. She's already sang Our Song twice, and I don't think she's going to sing it again. I want Message in a Bottle. I would take Holy Ground. Hmm, Holy Ground. Hmm. Or I could take, I could do, st- I could do with State of Grace or Ronin. Oh, if I want to cry, Ronin. <laughs> I'm going to have to think on that. Teardrops on my, <gasps> Mary's song. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I Ignore could do everything. with, I could do with Mad Woman, potentially. If I had I'm to pick. manifest Mary's song. Oh my, my, my. Or I would manifest Castles Crumbling. I take it all back. I'm manifesting I'd Lie. Mmm. Yeah, that'd be good. I am manifesting I'd Lie right here, right now, in this very moment. I think I would, if I had to pick something, I would probably say Message in a Bottle, because I love Message in a Bottle from Red. I love it. It's just, like, so upbeat and fun. Or when okay. Emma or when Emma falls in love. <laughs> so, anyways, you didn't answer my question from earlier. Is that what you want to discuss next week? Yeah. If the right, you never answered my text message. Well, I'm okay. sorry. Okay. So, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode and this topic of discussion. And if you have any other comments, questions, thoughts, just leave them in the comments down below. Next week, we are going to be doing a character discussion of Aelin Ash River Galathinius. So, so excited, my gonna, queen. Yes, we're wanting to kind of start at like a series of sorts where we do character discussions and kind of like a character analysis. So we're going to be talking about Aelin. Um, I could write a whole essay on her. I know, it's going to be a forever long episode. Um, but, you know, be sure to follow us on all our socials, which are linked in the description. And... Be sure to tune back in next week and, you know, be sure to follow and rate and subscribe and all that jazz. And we will see you guys back here next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.